All right, all right, all right. Paul, what are you supposed to say right now? Huh? We haven't heard this in a while. Yeah, Earth, uh, yeah there you are. Well, little well, Earth, Wind, and Fire, always good for your soul. Earth, Wind, and Fire is, well. Yeah, sure. Soul food for you, of soul course. Soul food. We've got, Joel, what's your pick tonight? Yeah. Give, us the, give us the numbers real quick in your pick. What do we got, Seattle, Dallas? Going Seahawks to cover the plus nine and over 47 and a half. C.D. Lamb scores a touchdown for Dallas. There we go, Joel. Joel, it's nine and a half. I have here. You have nine? All right, nine and a half, Seattle. Still? You're sticking with it? Okay. Yeah, we don't want to argue over half a point, but that half a point is big a lot of times. Uh, All right, so give us that pick again real fast, Joel. The Seahawks Uh plus nine and a half. Right. Uh, Total over 47 and a half. I'll take that. Right. And then C.D. Lamb of the Cowboys to score a touchdown. C.D. Lamb. All right. We got a quick show. We're going to rip through it. I'm Colin Dunlap. He's Paul Zeiss. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Peters Township. Visit them online. SouthHillsJeep.com. Paul, the NFL draft could be coming to Pittsburgh. When I say that to you, your knee-jerk reaction is what? Who cares? There we go. What a way to start it. I just have no – I don't care. I mean, the, the, the draft – listen, the draft is such a, you know, contrived non-event that we are told to be made. You know, this is the greatest thing that ever happened in every single year. I, I just don't get all that excited about it. I watch the first couple picks, then I turn it on to whatever I really want to watch that night. So, See, look. if it's good for Pittsburgh, if it brings people to town, if it sheds a good light on our city, if it brings in money to the city for a couple of days, wonderful. But it's not going to move me one way See, or the See, that's where I am with it. A team spokesperson, a man we both know is a wonderful guy, Bert Loughton, says, we've submitted our indication to the NFL office of the Steelers and the city's desire to host either the 2016 or 2026, excuse me, or 2027 NFL draft. Uh, that's what Bert says. He continues, we believe our city will be an excellent host to showcase the great history that connects Western Pennsylvania to the early roots of professional football and the evolution of the game through the decades. Uh, all that other part, I don't know. They just want to have the draft. Anything that brings an influx of tourism dollars, big plus. From an infrastructure standpoint, here's the thing, and this is the way that I look at it. There is no way in hell that Pittsburgh could ever host the Super Bowl. It just, it can't, I right? know people get upset when you say it, but it's true. It's true. You know why? Because there will be one, there's one tractor trailer going down Green Tree Hill that gets a flat tire during rush hour. It paralyzes the city until 11.15 in the morning. Right. That's why. So there's just not enough ingress, not enough egress, and there's not enough hotel rooms. That said, though, this event is as close as you can get or as big as you can get, bringing in about 400,000 people to the city without having a Super Bowl. So it works from a small business standpoint to a restaurant standpoint, hotels, all of that. All that kind of stuff for Greater Pittsburgh, and it works, and I like it. And I think you can have it because you can spread it out a little bit downtown and bang. I I won't go. I don't. I don't need to be down there. They had the All Star Game here, but baseball All Star Game, yeah. So I mean, they they should be able to pull off an NFL draft. I think the biggest thing is um, the people that go to the NFL draft crack me up. Tell me why. I just, I mean, they get all excited, or they, you know, my bet, my favorite is when they draft somebody and they boo them because they never heard of them or they never watched their team play, like when Kalijah Kansi, and now he's the NFL, yeah, and exactly. now he's the player of the month because it's like we've never heard of this guy, <laughs> Kalijah Kansi. He's from Pitt. Boo! <laughs> then all of a sudden, the guy turns out to be a really good player. You know what I mean? 
And then there's like the Jets and the Eagles fans. They boo. They they don't even. They it doesn't matter who they pick. They they boo them. All right. Well then. I'm going to ask you this because I think there's a contingent of people that feel this way. Would the NFL draft have been better if it just stayed at Radio City all the time? Yeah. If it was just one constant It's one place. of those events that's just where it should be. It was perfect. Uh, you know I mean? Do it there. Have a good time there. Radio City Music Hall. I know the NBA draft was at Madison Square Garden the one time. That's where it should be all the time. Just uh-huh. do it there. I mean, those are event. that's an event town. But more importantly, the offices are there. Why, why, why do we got to move it around? Well, I'll tell you this. Now that it has moved around, this is where the Steelers should jump in. And I, I, I seem to think this is happening behind the scenes. Absolutely. That they know they can't get a Super Bowl. Green Bay is having the draft or whatever. Vegas is having the draft. Some place, some place like Vegas had the draft. Tennessee had the draft. They're not places that are as, uh, as entrenched or as deep of NFL franchises as the Steelers are. I seem to think something more is at play here. This is just my theory. That Mr. Rooney has called and said, listen, we can't get the Super Bowl, Raj. Remember who got you your job. Right. And we'd like to have some money coming our way. And me and my old man got you your job. So it's time that you kick it our way to Pittsburgh and do us a favor. And I seem to think that might be what's going on. I don't even think they have to get to that. I think think probably – this wouldn't have gotten out unless there was a way down the road that this was going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you think about it that way, uh, there's no way that this – I don't think there's any strong arm that's needed. And, and the other thing is the NFL knows that Pittsburgh's one of its best, best partners in terms of a franchise. So I, I, I'm going to assume this is going to happen very, very uh, – you know, there's going to be an announcement at, at some point. Um, you know, right there in the near future. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. So you, if I gave you a ticket and I said, here you go, here's a ticket and you will make, just for standing there, $250 to sit through the second day of the draft, right? You just sit through the second day in the crowd where people boo or they cheer the pick. But you've got to be in that swarm and mass of people. The second would, day. Yes. Would you do it for 250 bucks? No. I, well, <laughs> it would depend on where I was at financially that week. Okay. You know that, week. Uh, that week. That <laughs> uh, week. But uh, $250 to sit in that crowd, I don't know if I could do that. What about for the first day? With all because it's spread out, they take it all the way to the clock. There, three hours, four hours. Yeah, Pro- maybe, uh, probably not. No, I just the 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 the, the, the people that go to that <laughs> thing are, are are mostly meatheads. You know, so okay. I couldn't do that. I would lose my mind. You know where I think they should have it, and and I don't know what's been knocked around. I haven't read the stories. I just saw the headlines and things. Where I think they should actually have it because. Anytime that I think the draft is good, there's an indoor and an outdoor quotient to it, right? They should have it at the convention center, and the outdoor quotient should be that part where, like, the marathon finish line is sometimes, where the roof drapes over the road. You know what I'm talking about? Set the stage up there with no back, and then you get the the, the, the skyscrapers and stuff in the background some, 
and do it there like that and have that crowd. You can have enough of a crowd skirting all the way back towards the strip district a little yeah. bit. Although it's not a gigantic crowd, but and then do the inside part at the convention center and the outdoor part right under there. Because if you like do it at Point State Park or somewhere like that, and it rains or it's too, <laughs> it's just going to be a zoo and a mess. That's where I would do well, it. Well, I'm assuming the they keep center. talking about trying to do it in the North Shore. I'm trying to figure out where it was. Stage AE? Is that where you would do it? No, that's not big enough. They would just do the take over the parking lots. Right, but like you just said, what if it rains? Right, but then too bad. Was it was it outdoors in Kansas City? It might have been, huh? Yes, and it was outdoors yeah. uh, right on Broadway yeah. in Nashville. Yeah. So. My guess you do it in the parking lots. I don't know. That's kind of. Can I tell you that's the biggest? That's kind of bush league. It is, but nobody would know it was the parking lots. That's the thing, except Pittsburghers. It would just look like a big stage with the stadium in the background. Can I tell you what the biggest story is here with all of this, though? The bigger story is that, and I say this all the time, the takeaway is this. We're talking about a non-game. Absolutely. The NFL does the non-games better than any league in history. Listen. The combine, the draft, the schedule release. They have us captivated. It is the strongest drug in America, Paul. AB says one thing we don't save is hoes and money. Anyway, uh, it just popped up on my Twitter feed. Okay. I mean, he's been losing his mind the last three or four days. But anyway, uh, not that he, you know, has a mind to lose. But, I mean, there's times when he's very, very active. Um, here's the thing. I've said it a million times, Colin. The NFL is the greatest marketing. You know, you want to talk about why it is. The greatest marketing arm, maybe uh, maybe the greatest marketing company in in the world. Forget about just in sports and why it's king. It's because they can get us to sit and watch a bunch of guys in t-shirts and spandex shorts uh-huh. running 40-yard dashes in February on TV, get good ratings for it, and make it seem like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. They can get a marketing deal for just the workout clothes from that company, <laughs> Noble, and just do it for the combine. They are the official workout clothes of the combine and cut a deal and do that. This The NFL has us. has So while you say only bozos or meatheads or whatever, you'll watch. I bet you'll watch the draft if it's in Pittsburgh. I know you say that now. Well, I'll probably have to be there for work, but I'm just saying, you know, but – I, I here's the thing. I like watching the draft on, sort of on my phone. Oh, just you know what I mean. Right. I, I watch the you know. Okay, this guy was picked. This guy was picked. This guy was picked. Because the bottom line is, I, I don't need to hear about you know how he you know the, this lineman bends his bends his uh, knees well and does this and his arms are this twitchy. long and all this He's twitchy all this crap. Just show me a few highlights of the guy and then we'll go on to the next guy. I don't need to know that From he Texas A&M, he, Kingsville. Bends, he bends his right. he bends his uh, uh, hips or whatever all the other crap they Twitchy. talk about. I don't need all that. Yeah, what you have to eat tonight, Paul? You went and got pizza. I got pizza. Yeah, because well, I was actually I was rolling back here, uh huh, pulling up, feeling really good. Hey, I'm actually going to be able to come in and relax. And I hear Pony say, "We have a Jeff Capel show coming up." Yeah, it surprised me too. I thought I we were said, going well, on the six. Well, if that's the case, I'm hungry. I'm going to run right back down the hill and get some pizza, we're- and it'll be right. At Beto's. Oh, you got you went to Beto's. Of course, you know where they where, where they do the you know the cheese and the stuff. Do you like on that? On top of that, 
Yeah, I do. I like it. I think it's good. I think it is good too. I just can't eat it every day. No, it's it's every once in a while. Every once in a while type thing. But when you eat it, it's okay. This is really pretty good. Do you know people from out of town think that's the wildest damn thing? Yeah. They also think this. There are some people who think like every pizza shop in Pittsburgh does that, and it's really not the case. No, right. It's it's the same thing with when people ask me about Pittsburgh sandwiches. Mm -hmm. They're really talking about Permanis, right? They're not talking about, you know, because they can go to any other place for the most part and get a sandwich that doesn't have all that stuff on it. You know, it's a great sandwich when you're walking into the stadium uh, and you're up on Western Avenue, you get a Pepe's. Oh. And you eat it as you're walking into oh, the yeah. stadium. That yeah. is, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, they, they, they actually have people, like, stationed in and around the stadium where you can buy it right there from them. But the only problem is you don't really, there's not a big variety. Right. But you can get like a cheesesteak or something if you go and you walk out. I mean, that that is absolutely the tremendous. cheesesteak from Pepe's that the guy sells out of like a cooler there that yeah. on a corner when you're walking to a game. Tremendous. Th- that is one of the best sandwiches you'll have. Right. And you, you got to eat it while you're walking because you, you walk down past like the, the subway and, and then the, the tea station and stuff as you're going down and you're trying to eat and sometimes your hands are frozen. You're walking past that Wendy's where there's always shenanigans around that <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> you walk down there, your hands are freezing. A lot of times walking in a football game. Didn't, yeah, and, and there's that, that's one of the few subways you can go. There's a drive-thru. Yeah, I don't fool with that subway. That's a, I'll you be can frank. Drive through, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't there's mess with drive through there, subway. you know. Back <laughs> in the old days when I played hoops at Point Park, our home court was uh, CCAC North, man. There was a Rileys right across the street there. Rileys, oh, yeah. Now, there you talk about shenanigans, but if you if you survived it, you, there was some really good food. Uh, there was really good stuff to, to to grab there in that drive-thru. We talk about the transfer portal coming up next. We take you until all the way until 7.30. Fan Hotline, hit us there. Presented by Nemecolon around every corner. Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests.